0: The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language.
1: Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Some great UCC interviews. We just had Zach Fuller on from Starlight uh, Diesel. We also had on. Come on, man. I was I was throwing it to you there, Danny. But oh, you were, you were throwing it to I me. Was you see, it come out uh, D Rose with I was DNR. Oh, okay. talking about D Rose at DNR. Yeah, that yeah was with a good the, show. the twelve valve head on the billet aluminum block come in. That truck is awesome looking, and I hope it runs just as good as it looks. I'm gonna yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited for that one. Um, well, new wrap coming, so new look. This well, year, half wrap, half wrap, half wrap. Listen to that episode and you'll. Know, Kind of spill the beans a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, guys, if you have not had a chance to, please jump on iTunes, rate and review the show. We really could use it. It helps boost us up in the rankings, which just gets us in front of other diesel enthusiasts. Uh, Some really cool stuff here lately, Danny. We've had a lot of questions coming in from listeners, a lot of interaction, a lot of people asking us about the new Smarty MM3 tuning going on over at Calibrated Power. Of course, from now all the way until March 31st, 2017, listeners, you can call Danny, I, or anybody else at Duramax Tuner or Calibrated Power. Get 10% off any tuning product. So Smarty MM3, LML switch-on-the-fly tuning, other tuning, whatever you want, tractor tuning, 10% 10% off any tuning product. Just call in, tell them that you want your coupon that you heard about on the podcast. Of course, I'm at extension 2122. And I'm 2124. I'm really impressed with the MM3.
2: I've been learning it. I Paul is the one who spearheaded the blog and the advertising on it. And I'll tell you what, after I got a chance to learn it, it's so easy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's been really fun. Uh, today, we're really excited. We have on somebody brand new to the show we've never had you on before, Randy Rays. How the hell are you?
3: I'm doing great.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you carving out some time in your busy schedule so we can talk more about uh, this nine-second truck that you're bringing back to the UCC, huh?
3: Yeah, we're uh, we're coming back, and hopefully we'll have some uh, some new ideas to help us get down the track even faster.
1: <laughs> you know, usually when we throw out a nine-second truck that's that's very, very fast— And then you throw out nine seconds at the UCC, and that's still impressive, but it it wasn't a a bracket holder. But I feel like it did make the biggest splash last year of any of the events being the biggest surprise. Were you guys shocked to see the the quarter mile times, or did you already have that expectation going in?
3: Well, I I was certain it was going to break into the nines. The the mile per hour, I think, is what shocked me more than anything. What was that? 150.77 (sighs) mile an (sighs) hour. 150.
1: Wow, that's cooking. That's cooking with gasoline. I like it. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean diesel. the
3: the 96 was awesome, <laughs> but when I saw the mile an hour, I was like, holy shit, this thing's putting down power. <laughs>
1: She's
2: ripping, boys. She's ripping at a yeah. high altitude as well. That was a
3: Oh yeah, high altitude and street tires. I just had my good old Toyo Proxies air down to about 20 PSI <laughs> and oh, let them wow. eat.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, can we This is an O six O seven five nine based truck.
3: Oh, six. Yeah. It's a 2006, five, five, nine, you know, 48 RE and everything.
1: Well, that's awesome. Well, we're going to dive in and ask you a ton of questions about your truck here, but real quick, we start all of our guests off by just asking, how did you get started in diesel performance?
3: Um, well, it all started actually with that truck, um, about four years ago, I bought it with a broken crankshaft, um, it has about 70,000 miles on it. I believe I paid about 11,000 for it. Wow.
2: Um
3: and uh, it had the had the edge uh, programmer on there and uh you know so we put another used motor in it and I just put a triple lock converter and a billet input and and uh man I just the torque is was so addictive. I just the diesel, you know, really the first uh you know newer diesel truck i've ever owned and just uh it was all history from there
1: (laughs) that's awesome man how long ago was that
3: about four years ago um when i really started getting into it and uh you know of course i was the problem was is we ran into uh, the ects were high you know how those edges were back in the day with the stock turbos on there and and so i went down and and basically that where it all started is my buddy dustin at industrial he uh i went down there and met him and i was like man i need i need to move some more air through this thing so you know we upgraded the turbo and that's pretty much how it started and (laughs) the rest is history from that point
2: (laughs) what did you guys do to modify that 351
3: pretty sure we put uh fat shaft 62 or silver 62 on it it was a long time ago got rid of that stock turbo and then uh You know, basically, once we got the turbo on there, then he's like, well, yeah, you know, you could use some more fuel. We should probably piggyback it with a Smarty. Uh, Now I have too much fuel. Well, you probably better add a compound over that so that we can clean up all that extra fuel you have now. (laughs) 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 And, And it just kept snowballing into, you know, more and more.
2: And four years later, you're at the ultimate call-out challenge. Well, three for years. For a second
1: time. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah three years. years in at the UCC. That's a... Huge deal. That is. That That's a really quick run into the diesel performance market. Now, you you run Randy's transmission as well, correct?
3: Yeah. I mean, we build all our own transmissions, you know, in-house. Um, we do, you know, use Suncoast converters, but, um, you know, 48REs, we, we've learned so much because of that truck, for sure. Yeah. Um, So much R&D went into that truck because it it just wasn't able to hold that kind of power overnight. It took a lot of trial and error, you know. I mean, I smoked (laughs) a lot of clutches back in the day in that truck trying to figure out, you know, what's going to hold and what's not.
1: That's awesome. Okay. How about the UCC truck that you're bringing this year? Is it together yet?
3: Um, We're getting really close. Um, The uh, engine is actually on an engine dyno as we speak. We're trying to pick the perfect turbo configuration and perfect fueling configuration. I want everything perfect. Um, the big thing that hurt us last year was the heat that, that we generated um, on the EGT side. So we're, we're running water meth. We're going to try to keep those cooled down. Um, we really think that's going to help with power and longevity of, of the entire engine. So.
1: Awesome. Okay, water meth not a not a really popular feature yeah, for for say. the other UCC guys. I like to hear somebody doing something different. Have you run water meth on a lot of other vehicles?
3: No, I I never really was much of a believer in it, you know. But um, of course, you know we're going to test it out and see if you know if we can if we can keep our you know exhaust temperatures down. We we definitely are willing to try that and see if it's going to actually benefit us or not.
2: It, now, what kind of water meth kit is it? Is it Snow Performance or Glacier
1: Performance?
3: that I'm not 100% sure who they're who they're who they ended up going to for that
1: gotcha all right how did you do last year overall where did you where was your final placement
3: uh, I believe I was n- ninth okay overall nice. congratulations um, kinda, on that yeah the sweat pool kind of killed us um you know we we had some problems pulling it at the end there um so we had a really we had a real we left really really weak um that's that second run is when i give it all the spray because <laughs> you know it wasn't lighting so i've i i did not care at that point if it blew it blue i just gave it what it had and, you know we we didn't have a real strong finish at the sled pull but uh, we're coming back and we're going to remedy that for sure this year
1: well we're going to ask you some more questions about what your plan is for this year right after a quick word from our sponsors
0: Hi, I'm Phil Grandinetti, Service Manager at Calibrated Power Solutions. As you probably know, we install high performance equipment for your diesel truck. Twin turbo kits, dual fueler kits, injectors, our stealth turbos, our DT750 and DT1000 transmissions. But what you may not know is that our techs can also diagnose and repair most of the systems on your truck including electrical, starting and charging, AC, Brakes, ABS, steering, and suspension. So please call us if you're having issues with any of the systems on your truck. We will help you through the process of diagnosing and repairing the problem. You can reach us at 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. And we're back, Paul, with Randy Reyes of Randy's
2: Transmission.
1: So excited, Randy! You said uh, we had just left off here. You had said you ran into a few challenges with the sled pull track. Damn near everybody did. Yeah, I mean that really was the make or break at the event last year. Uh, yes, it was. What did What did you learn from last year? What are you doing differently because of it?
3: Well, we're definitely you know the the big thing I, I guess is that I wish I would have had last year was a spooler jet. Um, I'll probably end up having having that just in case I have a hard time lighting. The turbos but then again we're not sure if we need it our turbo configuration should be a lot more efficient to this year than than it was last year but um i think we're gonna we decided we're gonna have a spooler jet just to be on the safe side um in case we have any kind of problems you know but of course with the new turbo configuration and the lower elevation i really don't think it's going to be a problem um this year like it was last year definitely caught me off guard last year
1: <laughs> weren't expecting that issue huh
3: no no it just you know, it, it was hard to hear through the helmet. I it just felt like it was going, and then man, as soon as I let off the brake, it was dead. Like there was nothing there.
2: It's <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so hard or, when all uh, the eyes are and, on and, you. You know, and I'm hoping staring. I can get
3: out and do a couple, you know, fun pulls too, and kind of learn the track a little bit better. I'm not really a big pulling guy, um, so it's kind of a little bit new to me too. So hopefully, before the call out, we can just do a couple events for fun and kind of get a little bit more of a feel of having a trailer behind you like that.
1: Paul and I are willing to help with that. (laughs) It's so funny when you hear guys talk about, like, uh, Randy, I I didn't look up to see what state you're from. I'm guessing west of the Mississippi. Utah.
3: Yeah, we're in Utah.
1: So once you get past, like, Nebraska, they don't call it sled pulling anymore. They call it a trailer. Have you noticed this, Danny? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was talking to um, some of the guys up from Alligator, Idaho area, they were calling it trailer racing. And I'm like, it's not... Like, you know it's not trailer racing, right? Like, that's a different thing. That's where, like, you hook up an actual trailer and race around, like, a circle track. They're like, no, 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 trailer racing. Like, it's it's a sled, but that that's okay. It's, it's cool to see that sport expanding and how people have taken to it in different ways. Uh, but this does bring me back to asking a few questions about sled pulling specifically. So... How much research, how much development do you do into, like, your tire and suspension setup to get ready to sled pull compared to, like, drag racing, which I would assume is more where your background is?
3: Yeah, I mean, for, for whatever reason, that truck's kind of a little bit, uh, you know, it has a stock suspension on it. I mean, the shocks are original to the truck. I I've really just not had any suspension issues with that thing. It has traction bars on it. Um, that's about the only thing we, we've really done to it and it just for whatever reason that truck just hooks and goes you know so I I don't really know that I want to mess with it too much um, that truck will launch for sure the way it is um, but you know for sled pulling, and of course we have we have blocks and everything for the suspension so it doesn't it doesn't sag you know towards the end there and, and all that but um, you know really I'm just just trying to make up a lot you know on the power side of things and just powering through the track and the sled pull. Um I'm definitely not coming with, you know, $150,000 chassis like some of these guys are.
0: Um,
3: <laughs> but I I want to keep the truck where I can still, you know, use it around the road, you know, on the road and have a little bit of fun with it still. So I we're trying to find that happy medium with it.
2: That's why your bill is very respectable to me because it's something that uh doesn't look like uh, it looks like a normal truck. It's a fucking dually. Yeah. You wouldn't
1: expect a dually. You nobody would
2: expect a dually. No, well, not one they that looks do. like it's gonna you haul the hay to wagon. On their
1: face at the next
3: stoplight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, Randy. Without giving away any secrets, what can you tell us about the fuel system?
3: Um, well, we are we are gonna come. We're doing triple CP threes this year. Um, all XP pumps. Um, you know, the big thing is, and the injector, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of new cool stuff with, coming out with the injectors that we've done that uh, we believe are going to give us, you know, all the fuel that we could ever dream of and more. So, and the engine dyno has been so helpful, um, making sure everything comes together and works like it's supposed to. So, you know, that's, that I think is going to make us way more prepared than, than we were last year. We're going to know exactly what our setup makes and what it does before it even goes in the truck.
1: So last year, did you get the truck on a chassis dyno before the event, or did you just show up to the event with the truck and hope it did well? We
3: pretty much just showed up and threw a Hail Mary out on that thing. You're not alone. We had ideas of what it was going to do. You know, the problem was, too, is there was some injector, uh, you know. We we didn't get the exact injector we really wanted in there. Um, We ran out of time, so, um, you know, the power level on the dyno wasn't there we we were simply out of fuel last year um but i can't complain because it did make you know it made all that power at the track you know w- which was great and you know I, it should have made more on the dyno it could have it had the potential if the feeling was there but so this year you know we'll have we'll have a lot better idea i think um we're trying to we're trying not to cut it so close this year like we did last year
1: so were they industrial injection cobras that's what we keep hearing from all the industrial guys
3: yeah, yeah, they worked over the size. The size was down. the uh, the, the, pa- the spray pattern on the injector wasn't quite right. We didn't have a lot of time to. I mean, we were pretty much the night before. Um, we decided to just dial it back because we were struggling with the other ones, just because of the spray pattern and all that, and just trying to go so big, so fast, and kind of just ran out of time. But uh, you know, we got that all dialed in now. They, they've done some impressive, impressive things with these injectors in the last. Um, seven eight months so i you know fueling i believe is going to not be a problem the big thing is is um you know putting all that power down through the wheels is a little bit scary
2: (laughs) talking about all this fuel it has to come hand in hand talking about air what kind of chargers are you running
3: we're doing borg warners this year still um i love borg warners i'm a borg warner guy they just um you know for me because i i use it you know, all also on the road just to have a you know a little bit of fun. I, the Borgs are so tough. I just I never have problems with them ever, and so I I'm just sticking with them. They they've just been so freaking reliable. What well,
2: are you doing? A twin so kit, triple
1: kit? Talk to us here. We'll have a
3: triple kit on it. Yeah, we're doing triples again this year.
1: Triple S four hundred, triple S five hundred.
3: Um. Yeah. Yeah. We're not 100 percent sure on our setup yet, but we're we're working on that.
1: I love it. Everybody, man. Every competitor yeah. we've talked to has had a has a really good idea. Their truck is not together, and there's still some final tweaks that are going to come out, but I love to hear it. I love to hear oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep,
3: we're not done yet.
1: Well, you were, you were talking about taking all this power and putting it down to the ground, and I definitely want to dig into transmission because that's your specialty, of course, but I got to imagine as we're making all this power, there's a few little goodies that you've had to do to the engine as well. What went into your engine build?
3: um like the internals of the engine
1: yeah did you just do a standard build did you deck plate it i mean did we go no open last we man? ran a
3: deck plate uh, sleeve down to a six floor. um it had you know of course gorilla rods and uh you know all the good stuff in there monotherm pistons and uh we had a stage three head on there you know some bigger valves and that sort of thing a lot of port and polish work went into that head um i mean there was definitely there was definitely a lot of uh a lot of hard parts that went into that of course all the standard stuff girdles and all that sort of thing but um but yeah that that was a pretty a pretty decked out motor for sure last year it did did really good for me
1: and you're bringing it back this year that that's the same plan for this year
3: um you know so i just i really i really want to try to keep this truck usable so um We're gonna we might switch gears a little bit and do something a little bit different. Yet, Um, there's a couple different engines that are built. Um, We're gonna just see how they react on the dyno as far as power and and runability, and then probably make some decisions from there. Um, We're gonna know a lot here in a couple weeks um, with what with what engine setup we're gonna come with. Right now, I have a couple options. We just want to pick what's gonna be best. You know, we know what's best to what's gonna take. You know all the power at the track and and take the beating. But I want, I still want to try to have that happy medium where it's something that's still somewhat streetable, you know,
2: that's, that's awesome. Streetable ultimate call out truck. I mean, that's not part of the competition, but he's adding an extra. It's
1: uh, a a whole other layer of complexity, to be honest with you. Um, And still trying to run with the big dogs. It is.
2: So I think that's probably the most unique thing about your truck that you can actually rock
1: it on the road. Was it also the only dually last year? No, or was there
3: a Um, Zach had a dually. Yeah, I know Zach came with his 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 Duramax dually. I think it was just me and him that had dually.
2: Gotcha. Then guys like Levon added um, an
1: extra wheel, of course, for the pull. Yeah, yeah, but not a full-on dually build. uh Right. Okay. All right. What's been the most challenging part of putting this build together?
3: Well, that's that's probably where it comes back down to you know, me trying to keep this truck where I can still, you know, have some fun with it on the road. Um, Man, those guys have been really great about trying to get me the right turbo combination uh, with still being able to make big power, you know, picking the right cam and everything for it Um, just because, you know, I don't want to, I'm not ready to just go 100% race on that truck, you know, I just, I have way too much fun, you know, with it out on the road you know i, I don't want to give that up otherwise it's just not for me so that's been the biggest challenge is the bounce on that truck
1: really okay okay i mean i definitely see that like i said as being a, a real tough unique uh challenge to deal with now bouncing yeah. <laughs> on, on the sled pull every, if you're a hopper it's hard to
2: get it to unhop you it's, know it's you got to un, unwind a lot of things and you don't know sometimes how many things you got to unwind and stop it from hopping
1: yep no, I hear yep. you there, man. I hear you there. Okay, well, Randy, you're obviously a transmission specialist. I'm sure you get asked all the time, what did you do to this 48 to make it hold the power? I don't know that you'll be able to walk us through an entire transmission build, but what are what are some of the general things that you need to do or what, what's special about this transmission to be able to hold that type of uh, power and torque?
3: Well, for sure, you know, bigger shaft. We, you know, we run the Suncoast 27 spline medium shaft. Um, the big daddy output and then a miraging intermediate from t c s for, for our shaft um and then of course, billet drums and, and and clutch setup and and all that comes into play, but more than anything the valve body is um is everything to that transmission the the valve body I probably have spent I, I i couldn't even i couldn't even tell you the amount of hours i've spent oning that I was the only one that came with a with a still, I have a. Uh, it, it's not a full manual. It's not a PCS. It's factory programming in there, and it still shifts automatically by itself. Um, getting my shift timing because our, our engine we were making forty, about forty seven hundred RPM shifts. Um, getting it to shift on that RPM range on point every single time was super hard. Also, the throttle valve motor on the side. Um, where it's basically ramping up the pressure progressively, that was very challenging. Um, Holding that kind of power, you know, and not running a constant pressure valve body, that took a lot of uh, work and r and D as well. Um, So valve body for sure was was the killer. We spent hours, you know, hundreds of man hours into designing that valve body to, to get it to hold that power.
1: That's awesome, man. Yeah, I always love when somebody really can highlight their specialty in a build like this to where you, you have something that you're right is absolutely very unique to still be fully automatic and not running the manual valve body and not doing some of the other standard stuff that people do out there because it's easier taking your time, doing it the hard way, but doing it the right way, you know, really putting something together that's unique.
3: Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, the only thing we have is a lock-up switch. That's it. Everything else is, uh, you know, still... Still, all all factory. So, I mean, uh, road manners are actually pretty decent. It just does what it needs to do, just like an OE transmission.
2: That's well, awesome. I, I want to talk to you about your numbers. I'm a numbers guy. We all all of our listeners want to know what you were doing last year on the dyno and what you plan on doing next year. And we'll talk about that right after this quick commercial break.
1: We want to give Nick Pregnitz from Calibrated Power a chance to tell you more about custom tractor tuning. If you operate a farm or know someone who does, we think you're going to like
4: what he has to say. We've been talking a lot about our tractor calibrations lately, and it's for a very good reason. We're helping farmers like Warren Newman of Winnebago, Illinois, realize that upgrading through calibrated powers tuning makes sense for any operation where the bottom line matters. And you can get these same results for yourself with our power manager. In just minutes, you can tune your tractor. There's no downtime, no labor charge like with some of our competitors' products. It's easy to install, but that's not the whole story. Our tractor calibrations work within the manufacturer's powertrain specifications, so unlike our competitors, we don't fool the tractor's computer. It still has full control over the fuel usage and can accurately track fuel usage during operation. Our tuning method delivers calibrated power. The message is in our name. For a given fuel rate, there's an appropriate amount of boost, appropriate amount of timing, fuel pressure, pilot injection, and emission systems performance. When you're using our competitors' products that are simply adding fuel to the mix, you don't get those benefits. You don't get the extra boost. You don't get the extra timing. So you run into long-term reliability issues, piston failures, emission systems failures. There's a reason that the factory uses a calibration to upgrade a tractor through the series. It's because it's the most effective way at managing the combustion parameters. Period. For Warren Newman, it means operating in a higher gear, more than a mile an hour faster, and in a lower rev range. That's efficiency that you can see in action. Well, I used
2: to burn over a half a gallon to the acre, and now I'm burning about a third of a gallon to the acre.
3: So it's made a big change. I mean, you do 300 acres in a day, and you burn, you know, not quite a quarter, but you know that makes a lot of difference. It's a tuner.
2: It's not. It's not like you're chipping it or doing something that's like that, so I think that's better for it that you you get into it like a Steinbauer or something like that where you're just chipping it, you ain't ain't actually
4: tuning the motor. Unlike hardware modifications, our calibrations can be easily removed and the stock calibration can be restored with a simple reflash. Our calibrations have the potential to help any operation with a tractor under load save money and time. Give us a call today and ask about our tractor tunes and see how they can make a difference in your farming operation. 815-568-7920.
1: And we're back. All right. I think Danny was just about to ask for some estimated numbers out of Randy here. Um, Randy, you got a big, bad motherfucking truck. Let's be honest. This thing is a monster Uh, put down some real horsepower last year. You did great in the fucking drag racing. Uh, Sled pulling, obviously, that that was a challenge. No big deal. You got some plans on how to address it this year. But what do you want to throw out an estimate? What are you hoping to see on the dyno come 2017?
3: Well, you know, I would like to say, you know, I would like to see about 2,400 at the wheels this year. That's, um, you know, my target goal um that would be awesome if we could get it right there i'm not i'm not really looking for any more than that i mean do we have the ability uh to do more than that probably probably but i want to keep it i want to keep it you know like i say i want it to do what i need it to do at the track Um, honestly my biggest thing that i want to do more than anything this year is run some impressive impressive numbers at the track and i want the truck to you know be set up and be able to support the track um so i don't need gigantic monstrous turbos and, and that sort of thing just for the dyno so i just want to keep it all a good all-around truck um so that would be my that would be you know my goal i'd be very happy with with somewhere in that vicinity
2: yeah last year what was it almost 2500 horsepower won the dyno competition
3: Now, yeah I- yeah baka and Baca and lavon they were uh they were up there really they were the <laughs> they were they separated a lot of people out with their numbers on the dyno last year.
2: Yeah, no kidding. And torque numbers have to play a big role as well. Where do you think you're going to land as far as a torque number with this 5-9 Cummins that you got here? Holy cow.
3: Man, I, it's hard to say, you know. I mean, I definitely, with the cam and everything that we're doing and, and everything... I mean, I'd like to see you know. Obviously, the higher the better, because they take the torque number into account as well. So it's it is important to make a lot of torque. But
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, man, you know, tor- torque's really hard to. It seems like sometimes torque's kind of hard to predict, even harder than horsepower. Sometimes, so we'll probably have to strap it up and let her eat and see what it what it does for her.
1: Gotcha. I'm surprised to hear, and I've asked everybody about this that we've interviewed so far, if you know last year they hit 24.62. I just happen to remember the number, um, and that won the dyno competition, you're hoping to pull strong in the the drag race, but with a a dually, I mean, are you hoping to be the fastest, or just really good for a dually?
3: I just want to be really good for a dually, you know, obviously I can't, I'm not going to go out there and run mid-8s or low-8s with these guys that weigh 4,000 pounds. Um, but, you know, I'm just going out there to have a lot of fun. I just want to meet, you know, meet new people, hang out with good friends and, and just, you know, show that truck, you know, for, uh, you know, people love it because they know that I use it for, you know, anything. I mean, driving it up Sand Mountain, telling my trailer, whatever I, whatever I think a truck should do, I still want to be able to do with it. So, I mean, you know, if, if by the end of the day I can get, you know, my goal at the track, um that's really 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 my big thing is the track time that's more i'm more spent all that than anything else you know just, just for that truck you know if i can take that truck and do what i want and run the time i want at the 7600 pounds that, that thing weighs then then i'm gonna be well i'll walk away very happy no matter what
2: <laughs> yeah how can you not paul and i wish you the best of luck at the event and One big thing that I like to add at the end of the show is give special shout-outs. How can uh, people follow you? Who's helping you? Maybe uh, kick somebody a bone over here.
3: Well, so we're we're on Facebook, Randy Reyes, uh, also Instagram at Randy's Transmissions, and also on Facebook at Randy's Transmissions. Um, We have quite a big following already, and our pages are growing pretty rapidly. Um, So anybody can follow us on there. Um, the biggest, the biggest place that's helped me. The two biggest places for sure uh, that come to mind are industrial injection for sure. So my buddy Dustin down there, man, he's and Bob, um, even Sean Baca, he's done a lot, you know, to help me out as well. Um, those guys are definitely, you know, engines. When it comes to engines, those are the guys. Um, and then Suncoast Converters has helped me a lot with, uh, you know, getting the right converter for my truck, getting me the shafts that I need. Um converter setup was really, is really, really important, you know, getting the stall just right so everything spools right and making sure everything holds together. So, I mean, those two, you know, for me have definitely been just unbelievable, you know, as far as helping me get this thing down the track and, and on the dyno and all that.
2: We're actually putting together a show right now with Dave Guerin of Guerin. Uh, converters he's going to actually talk to us and explain how to do exactly what you just said match your converter your
1: turbo yep. i'm absolutely. looking forward to that show paul that's going to be a lot of fun absolutely but for tonight i do want to say thank you again randy uh like i said in the beginning we really appreciate you carving out your time to come and talk with us
3: i appreciate it guys
1: not a problem at all uh folks thank you so much for listening please make sure again get onto itunes rate and review us hit us up on five stars Five, that. That's right. Five stars only. If you're not going to give five <laughs> stars, don't spend your time doing it. I don't want a bad review. I think that's pretty <laughs> clear. Uh, other than that, I do definitely appreciate all of our fans uh, reaching out to us. We're so excited to meet many of you at the UCC. Hit us up on Facebook or hit us up at uh, work. We're at 815-568-7920. I'm the good extension, twenty one twenty two, And, Danny, your bad extension is... I'm, I'm 2124. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North
0: American developer of clean diesel power and home of Duramaxtutor.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook, or email paul at duramaxtuner.com
1: or danny at duramaxtuner.com. We also had on Come on man. I was I was throwing it to you there Danny but Oh you were, my, you were throwing it to I was me. Throwing you come out d rose with DNR. I talking about uh, D they Rose was DNR? Okay. About D-Rose at DNR. Yeah, that yeah was with a good the show. the 12 valve head on the billet aluminum block Cummins. That truck is awesome looking and
3: I hope it runs just
1: as good as it looks.